That's how you get your hand mitts on some tickets. All right. Let me tell you right now, at EcoFund, they have the mix and match Christmas sale. Uh, you buy one vehicle, you get the other one for 50% off. It's fantastic. Because this includes all electric bikes in stock, Vintelli, Scootstar, Yamaha, youth ATVs, Vintelli scooters, youth dirt bikes. And uh, this is really a great time. You have to be a GLer. You say, I'm GL. And when you buy something, they throw in a ham from nice. Grunhoffers, a 10-pound double-spoked ham from Grunhoffers. All Vespa scooters, 10% off MSRP, and a lot of great snow removal equipment, 4x4s with 50-inch plow blades that turn winter snow removal into a recreation. Great, great apparel and helmets and great service. These guys have been with us almost from the very beginning. EcoFunMotorsports.com. EcoFun Motorsports is in Forest Lake on Highway 97, immediately west of 35, and in Burnsville on the service road of life near uh, County Road 42. Now, can you get that? Does Martin offer that, uh, Pat Donahue? You buy the first one, you get the second one. Well, I don't know. Not. <laughs> no, I'm sure I'll make you a deal. Okay, that's the blue. All right. <laughs> Thank you, guys. There we go. Damn, I wish I was.
Good. Six to eight at the midnight too is nice and safe and early. Oh, okay. They're the blues and going for the news. Yeah. I, like yeah. I like that. I like that. Right? That knows me. I got to remote for the news. Give me my mask. I just make it a mess. What can we do to help? Anything? You know what? Show the speaker way out. Yeah, yeah. We were talking about that. Anyway. Are you guys parked in front? Well, you go ahead, John. You go ahead. That's important to get that done. Yes, it is. Go here. Go here. I gotta get to that. I mean, I mean, let me tell you. So, can I get email for you guys? I, I have uh, a Yeah. I'm Gil. Go to the Ranch Logic Fast Christmas. You want me to? You want me to? Tell me again. $6,995. Here's wow. another one for $6,250. Here's one that must be beat up or have a hole in it or something. It's only $4,599. Oh, my God. Oh, no, wait. It's not a Pat Donahue. That's why. Oh. Jeez. I'll blow them away with those when we come back. Tell me to be, make a great Christmas gift. Wow. That's a Thanks level of success. See you, fellas. Here's our just join us for the Bill Murray hockey alumni game. I can't skate. Why? My knees won't allow it. Well, get out there and you, you, you do I the humor thing. For some reason, I can't skate. No, but I'm saying if you can't skate, that's why you do it because you look like uh, these guys are all good. Oh, you're, you're it's like me taking me golfing. I'm just there for the comedy. Town comes. Oh, are you taking that road? It's going to be too. It would be too humiliating. I can skate. I just can't like shut, stop. Stopping is stopping is good. That text that came in is that Stephen's number? What? He sent us a, you and I a text when he first got here, but I don't. I, oh, I don't. I already deleted it. All right. You know, Height held his own there, didn't he? Yeah. That's what I'm That's what my point is. I guess. I how, can you just own, jam with, how can you just jam with someone? What do you mean? Okay, you're sitting by a. You, you stood out on uh, Jeff. a couple of things there. You stood out. Like uh, Christmas time is here. I mean, I got a chord, right? So I know it's. Is that a Martin? 
Is that a Martin? <laughs> this is John Hank Martin. When, when we come back, he asked me about it. I found a few of them for sale. <laughs> and so then he does that too. So he just plays off. Right. And I was trying to play follow the leader with him. Oh. Right. You know, you know, and it worked sometimes, sometimes too. But it, it was always like, I don't know. That's not good. Yeah. Hey, are we going to news here? No, a, a segment in the news. I have the definitive answer to the question you asked yesterday about why everything blew up so bad in uh, um, with the riots. Okay. Did you get an email from a guy about that, Kenny, by any chance? No, it, it occurred to me after the show, and it's so obvious that uh, I can't believe none of us said it. it it's yeah, uh, I'm getting an echo. Oh, hello. Somebody's headphones. It was me, probably. Sorry about that. Okay. All right. I was ready for Jingle Bells work, but we never got to it. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't know the chords to that. Pat is okay. certainly understated, isn't he? How? He really is. How do you not know Jingle Bells? I mean, I just never learned it. I mean, I, you know. I mean, I'm not being critical. I'm just no, saying, how do you no. pick the ones that you know? That's what's just what you're mind-boggling like, you know, to me. I mean, mind-boggling? Mind-boggling. I only got grunt left. That's what Derek says, mind-boggling. Mm -hmm. Who's Derek? Who's I forgot that? he was on last night. Um, one. Okay. Uh, yeah, let's let's uh, I'll take a from As soon as we get back, show throw, yeah. <laughs> throw it to me. Yeah. Let's go here. Kenny, I'll, do, I'll take a second from you. All right. Roll. Echo. Mine too late. Here's a man who spends hours in hardware stores, sifting through the nuts and bolts of life. Joe Souchere. It's a mechanic in a bottle, it's a miracle in a can. Pay a few bucks for a can of seafoam. Let it work on your engine. You can throw it in the tank. You can dump it in the crank or dribble it right down the yap. We as GLers, we love the stuff that helps our engines last longer and run better. And Seafoam Motor Treatment, it does just that. It's one easy way you can keep everything running strong. It cleans the fuel system. It's also an easy way to stay ahead of preventable engine problems. When you put it in the tank, it helps the fuel system. When you put it in the crank, it cleans up the sticky carbon deposits and makes everything shiny and happy. You can find it anywhere and everywhere that fine automotive chemicals are sold. It's a local company. It's got a global reach, and it's a true miracle in a world of bad gas. It's Seafoam. Such John, are you playing a Martin? I am not. I'm playing a Washburn. Uh, I have a Christmas, you find, Kenny? a Christmas gift idea. I think the, um, the four of us should throw in mm -hmm. and buy John a Martin Pat Donahue signature model. All right. I find, I found one online and I figure if Chris throws in 50, I throw in 50, Matthew throws in 50, you just need to throw in 6,845 <laughs> and we can get Johnny a Martin. What a great idea, Kenny. John, it's, it's 6,995 yeah. for a used one. A signature Martin, sure. And and I don't know that they still make them, so it may, it may be something they don't make. Wow. So I have a question about this. You grab that guitar and you put it up against I mean, think of like a famous guitar, like say Willie Nelson's guitar. 
It's got to be way better than Willie's, right? Well, it is, but Willie's so used to working with that guitar that, you know, that's that's his guitar and his sound. I mean, you can recognize Willie's solos immediately. If he plays on somebody else's record, I know right You know away. it's him because of that guitar. Yeah. Unlike cars, don't guitars go up in value? Uh, yes, very much so. That's right. But when Pat was playing that thing, it's like being wrapped in a warm blanket. Yes, it's just very understated. So, such a comforting sound. Yes. Yeah. Very well, much I envied so. the people going to the cathedral. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I regret that I haven't done that yet. I, uh, people in the house have gone. I just haven't been able to make it for some reason. Uh, Pat's, uh, his next gig, Joe, at that bar is on the 20th, according to their website. Yeah. He, Just uh, think, his grandma and my grandma were in sod in a sod hut. <laughs> if my grandmother is to be believed, I, <laughs> you believe that? Well, well, I never heard of it before. I was she a having letter, a laugh? A, a letter she wrote. Uh, I hate to get back to the, she probably uh, grew up in Nantucket, <laughs> having a laugh with the little s's running around. <laughs> uh, I got a note regarding the fall of Minneapolis, which we talked about yesterday. I got a note from the Gumption County deputy who always weighs in with material that I think we should read. Okay. Uh, Yesterday's discussion about the fall of Minneapolis was interesting. I wanted to follow up with some observations. There is so much to say about the film and the entire George Floyd incident. One aspect of the incident you have always commented on was Chauvin's thousand-yard stare. I have never agreed with your view on that. The thousand-yard stares I have seen send a chill through you. To my observation, Chauvin was a guy under stress wondering, where's the ambulance? The most telling look on Chauvin's face is when they put Floyd in the ambulance. Chauvin turned away, and the look on his face conveyed, this is really bad. Speaking of the ambulance, why was more never made out of the fact that it took so long for both the paramedics and fire crew to get there? Most cops working in the Twin Cities are accustomed to medical help at our scenes in a very short time. I assure you that when those cops at 38th and Chicago called for medics, not a single one thought it would take more than five minutes for an ambulance or fire truck to arrive. The Department of Justice report regarding systemic racism in the Minneapolis Police Department was discussed. There are some issues with that report. A Wall Street Journal article pointed out that between 2016 to 2022, the Minneapolis Police Department handled over a million calls. However, the DOJ report included less than 20 incidents of policeman misconduct. Also, I seem to remember when the report came out, its validity was challenged by either the city attorney or the police department for containing hearsay statements. Hearsay statements are rarely, if ever, allowed in court because they cannot be substantiated. The Wall Street Journal article additionally pointed out that while black citizens were more likely to encounter the police, they were also three times more likely to be the victims of crime. What is worth noting is who leads the DOJ's Civil Rights Division that did that report. In a City Journal article, it was pointed out the current head of the division, Kristen Clark, wrote an op-ed for Newsweek supporting the defunding of the police. An associate attorney general, Vanita Gupta, was quoted as testifying before Congress that local leaders need to heed calls from BLM to decrease police budget scope, role, and responsibility of police in our lives. 
I have grave doubts their underlings who did the DOJ report would hold any contrary opinions. Lastly, John mentioned that 10% of white supremacy groups or militias are made up of law enforcement officers. He needs to tell me where I can find that information. I did an online search, but only saw articles regarding the topic from left-leaning sources, such as NPR, Cambridge.org, and CNN. In over 30 years of law enforcement, I have known and met literally hundreds of cops from across the country. Only one was racist, and he was fired in no time at all. Granted, out of over 800,000 cops in the U.S., there will be someone who was racist, just as there are racist doctors and lawyers and teachers in every field. But the number in police work is beyond small. Unless there are actual lists of the names and departments of the cops who are members of these racist groups, I am inclined to quote another great American and call 10% an ass statistic. Right now, my kitchen table is full of handwritten notes, a computer, and two tablets. My wife just walked by and said, clean up your mess when you're done. Doesn't she know who I am? <laughs> Always pushing back, signed the Gumption County deputy. So, John, you owe the, the, the deputy some accounting of where you got the 10% number. Okay. Uh, there, there are numerous articles. In fact, there's the ones I saw yesterday. Uh, there was a group in Kentucky until 2018 that was led by a guy who said he was a member of the KKK and, and would only recruit. Uh, but I will find it for you. Right. Those four I, to be a part of the sheriff's department. I have an answer regarding the length that it took for both the fire department and HCMC to get there. There was miscommunication between the two of them. They showed up, I believe, um, and this featured in the fall of Minneapolis, at 36 and Park, if I remember right, um, before they went over to 38th and Chicago. And if you remember from the fall of Minneapolis, there was an off-duty fire um, uh, firefighter there, that gal, right? Remember mm -hmm. her? Yep. And she was mm -hmm. saying the same thing. They should have been here uh, by now because they're only a few blocks away. Right. And they are. You can almost see, uh, well, I think you actually can see 38th and Chicago from that firehouse. Um, and it's all on Judge Cahill. Judge Cahill did not allow the miscommunication between HCMC and MFD into evidence during the trial. So that's why that was never brought up. And he's absolutely right. They should have been there within a few minutes. And, and the second thing is, and I think the deputy might disagree with me on this, I don't know, is the answer to the question you asked all of us yesterday. Can you ask that question again? Do you remember what it was? Me? Why, why, yeah, you, why did it blow up? as much as it did because because the city instantly blew up i have maintained a suspicion that something was going on that we either weren't aware of or neglected or poo-pooed or something because too many dominoes fell instantly on the night of may 25th do you think it simply was because of uh, the, the the black population finally rising up against the phenomenon we've always called driving while black do you I think said, it just finally came to a head no i we said had enough of this madness. no no I, I said yesterday if that was the case if there's this such horrible history of of brutality 
there would have been a rising up long ago. In my opinion, there would have been, there would have been, there would have been rioting ten years ago, or five years ago, or fifteen years ago. There, there was, there was some pent up something that exploded on the night of May twenty fifth, twenty twenty, and I don't think it was suddenly deciding that I'm frustrated driving while black. If that was the case, that I think that would have come up much previously. Have we ever given any discussion to the amount or the ratio of people that just showed up just to show up and light some stuff on fire and throw some rocks? And You know what I mean? Because they were coming in from northern Minnesota, Wisconsin, the Dakotas, Iowa. People were coming long distances just to get in on the party. Right. Uh, as far as New York, if I remember, wasn't one kid that was prosecuted? Uh, didn't he? Or Chicago? I think? Yes. Yes, yes, Chicago. Yes. I, I think that probably would be true of any uprising in the country. I think there are people that that's what they do. I, I think they night, just go to they go to uprisings. <laughs> yeah, I, I think night one, the big protest on night one was a grassroots organic protest of locals, and from that day forward, the crowds just grew and grew and grew. And it was people just showing up to party. But we keep we keep falling back on uh, Reavers. Give me the years now. We keep falling back on uh, very, very close to that date. Uh, Minneapolis was just rocking and rolling. At the Final height four of its... was April of 2019. Okay, Super so a year was... before was the Final Four. Yep. Uh, Super Bowl was Feb of 2018. Downtown was crowded on both occasions. Uh, with to the point where people that worked in the service industry couldn't get around. It was uh, so something. If something was simmering, it was simmering beneath those two events too. Yeah, but and there was also, and I think I've shared this with you guys before. There was the growing sentiment that downtown was kind of changing a bit, whether it was due to crime, construction, whatever. The demographic was beginning to shift, I would say, around 2015 to 2016. So what are you saying? More of a criminal element? Yes. Yes. And, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I think Black Lives Matter as an organization was established by the time May 25th, 2020 hit. Oh, heavens, yes. Yeah. Well, then it, what, what can't be written off is just the political diatribes that people were hearing about how unfair this country was. And that might be the answer that I've been looking for. They, we, we already had in place Mysterian city council people the closer yeah. you got to all the country's tallest buildings. And... So I think what happened in Minneapolis would have happened in Portland, would have happened in Seattle, would have happened anywhere based on how, how quickly uh, police in the U.S. and how just quickly the country had been turned on. Black Lives Matter officially began in July of 2013. As a reaction to... What? Uh, kid in St. Louis. Was Brown, Michael Brown. Michael Brown. Wasn't that his name? Yeah. And then, of and course. And Trayvon Martin. Yeah. Uh, oh, that yeah. was Trayvon Martin. Is that Florida? Was the kid in Florida. Right. Yeah. Uh, that Maybe I've just answered my own question. I they, think we, the, we the have. The fuse yeah. was lit. 
And this was the explosive device. Yeah. I also got an email from a fellow who said, why is Joe asking this question? And then he just put Philando Castile question mark. Oh, that was right. right. That was right. the entire email. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. yeah. so there were, there were, the fuse had been lit before May 25th. Mm-hmm. It just didn't get to its final implosion, explosion point. And it did that night. Hmm. And it's because of what? The video, right? I mean, to me, it's because of the of cell phones. Yeah. Yeah. Because all we had from Philando Castile was just the the body cam, the police worn body cam footage, right? And that wasn't released to the public till they held on to that. Yeah. yeah. But it's because it was so instant. We saw what happened to Floyd instantly, basically. Mm-hmm. And I still wonder if the police-worn body cam of the Floyd incident would have been released right away yep. if that would have quelled some of the protesting. It wasn't even allowed in the case. That's another thing that Cahill didn't allow. Can you believe it? I can't. Can you believe it? What, what was his rationale, I wonder, for not allowing it? He refused to allow anything regarding that or M- MRT or the, the miscommunication between HCMC and uh, MFD. I think Chauvin also could have used a stronger attorney. Uh, I, I, an attorney who would have just reacted at that stuff, at Cahill, at the <laughs> risk of being held in contempt. We discussed this, though. What was it that we that not a, not a lot of attorneys wanted the case? Was that Maybe it was so cut and dried by the time it went to trial that no attorney thought they had a chance. And didn't want it on their resume? You know, when the courthouse is surrounded by barbed wire and um, blockades. Maybe they know what what we now know is they had no shot of winning. Mm-hmm. I mean, Cahill wouldn't even allow, uh, he, he allowed Aaron Dondo to lie. Yeah. He lied. That's perjury, is it not? That's against the law. He lied on the stand about MRP. Before we take a break and come back with John, I I have to get this off my chest. There was a a special election in the uh, uh, Rosemount, Egan, Invergrove Heights area Mm -hmm. uh, because the the incumbent, uh, Richardson, let me me find her name here, uh, found that she couldn't serve as a, House member because her duties as uh, president of uh, uh, what the hell is it? God help me here. Planned Parenthood were taking up too much time. So uh, let me get to the exact area. Uh, Egan, Apple Valley way, and I, uh, I, I, who won was a woman named Bianca Vernig in this election. So starting this coming winter, Vernig will take over the seat previously held by DFLer Ruth Richardson. She resigned in September, citing the demands of her new job as CEO of Planned Parenthood. Uh, Vernig's addition will restore the Democrats' six-vote margin over Republicans in the chain chamber. Richardson won the seat, which covers Egan, Mendota, and Mendota Heights, by more than 60% of the vote in the last election. And this was a special election. It didn't attract much turnout. But Vernig defeated a Republican candidate named, uh, 
where is it, Cynthia Lonquist. Well, I looked up Cynthia Lonquist, I, and I, I'm shocked she didn't win, especially given these neighborhoods. Uh, private sector employee, mom, grandma has run for office before uh, in favor of public safety. and So either two things can be deduced from this. One, uh, we have no hope because even in an area where I would have anticipated maybe some garage logicianship would have been evident, this Vernig, the cliched DFLer who wants to fight for fully funded schools, which is an ongoing lie in this state, she won easily. So it, it's either the people have get the we're done, uh, there's no hope, or the Republican Party once again failed to properly get in there and work for a candidate. I don't know what the answer is. It's it's merely as simple as you can just attach all of those boilerplate talking points to a candidate with DFL and they're just going to get elected the closer. Well, and the people of Mendota, Mendota Heights, uh, they're they're not paying attention. Or is the perception um, the Republican Party is the party of Trump? Uh, in this state, that might go a long way as a perception, but there, there's where the Republican Party, if they didn't, they should have raced in and said, look, we got a great candidate here. These people voted against their own self-interest by electing this Vernick. She's just a professional hack. No offense, lady, <laughs> but I mean, <laughs> not, that, was on, that was unkind. She's not a hack. She's not a hack. <laughs> but she's a, she's a professional DFLer. All right. He's a professional DFLer to fight for uh, fully, fully funded. funded schools, which yeah. is a, a lie. Why do you hate kids? <laughs> and, and I apologize. She's not a hack. I don't know. Right. I had no business saying that. She's not a hack. But to me, she is a cliche. And the voters voted for the cliche rather than take a closer look at this private sector human being who lives in the neighborhood. I don't get it. Uh, I don't get it. Well, that's Hello. not my phone. Oh, that's the boss, the boss calling me. I think it's the uh, perception is reality. Uh, I think um, Trump is associated with the Republican Party, and nobody wants to go near that. And so swing voters that could go either way automatically go Democratic. All right. That's just my opinion, man. <laughs> Say, uh... Runhoffers, I've heard of them. Well, they have everything you need for your next holiday meal, including double smoked skinless bone-in hams. That's the perfect addition to any meal at this time of year. You can order one. Call the uh, Grunhofer store in Hugo, 651-426-2800. You know what? I would. I'd get on the list. Hmm. Guarantee that ham. Uh, and while you're there, of course, you're going to pick up the brats and the burgers and oh, the yeah. steaks and the chops and the you snack name pack. it, snack pack, desserts, potato salad, you name it. Grunhofer's mm -hmm. has it, but most principally, it's the emporium of great meat. So turkeys, hams, that double smoke, thick cut bacon. Let's huh? go. Huh? Let's go. Huh? Let's go. Huh? And as I noted uh, earlier in the show, uh, 21sters are under. We're under uh, three weeks before the days get longer. We're under three weeks. We'll be grilling Grunhofer's meat by December 22nd outside. Oh, made the call. Outside, in shorts, in shorts, because we delude ourselves that winter's 
almost over, and that means more time spent with Grunhofer's old-fashioned meats. 651-426-2800. Order the Christmas ham. It's Grunhofer's, about a, it's just north of Hugo on Highway 61. Stone's Throw. And in Forest Lake, it's on 97, immediately east of 35. Catch them on your way up north. Grunhofer's Old Fashioned Meats. Did you guys agree that uh, it might have been too much to keep those guys for the whole show? Yeah, that was a good. Yeah, yeah, it was, was a good, good, good amount of time. Plus, it sounded like they wanted to go too. So, well, Steve had to go fix his piano. Yeah, and he had to eat lunch. <laughs> John, yes, sir. What was he having? We only need the one <laughs> segment know. today. One segment, gotcha. One segment. Rook, I'm actually going to start it with some uh, answer to that guy, if you don't mind. When John is emailing you with yeah. his newscast, we well, I wouldn't. I just want to make sure, you know, I'm not, uh, no, I know. I'm not labeled as lying. Are you going to get the cougar in? The cougar? Yeah, I can. Yeah. I actually the we lost yeah. the cougar. Got yeah. hit by a van? Yeah, I Somebody took the cougar out. Ooh. I'm going to have to uh, scuttle between uh, current news and what I wrote earlier. That's fine. Of, a lot of That's changed. fine. A lot of news so if, you, if you hear a little break, don't worry. A lot of people. John, North American Banking Company, please. Thank you. Gotcha. You sound good. I, it does sound good. Like yeah, you sounded, uh, you sounded fully capable of uh, keeping up with Patrick. Joe, I, I, I think I'm a fine guitar player. Yeah. I could keep up with Patrick. Not like the finger picking he was doing. I can't do that as well yeah. as he can. But, a lot of uh, people can't pick. Is that just a style? It's a style. It involves this instead of. Uh, you know, like I'll use a pick or I'll have a hybrid kind of like this. See, I, I don't practice that. He does. Whatever that is. You ever played the banjo? John, you ever tried banjo? I have actually. Uh, that looks really, really hard. It is, yeah. And banjo rolls, actually. There's a lot of guitar players that use banjo rolls on soloing country players. It sounds great. But yeah. I just, God, Shane McGowan played banjo. Really? Yeah. Banjo banjo player Shane McGowan. It's, what's nice is they now make banjos that you tune just like guitars. You can play the chords on a guitar because normal banjo chords are different than guitar chords. So you have to I, learn two instruments. I see. Yeah, Never try a. Uh, what was the what was the <laughs> the accordion player um, in Pat's band? Um, Squeeze Daddy. Squeeze yeah. Daddy. <laughs> Squeeze Daddy. Have you ever tried accordion, John? It's really hard. It's really hard. I played when I first moved here. I played about five years with a guy who played concertina. Yeah, and uh, he, you know he would explain it to me. He's playing the chords with one hand. He's Playing like a keyboard with this hand. Isn't concertina a fancy word for accordion? Yes, but it has a few more buttons. I have one, and uh, I tried it. After ten minutes, you just you want to throw it against the wall. Yeah. Okay, it's, so, it's so frustrating. I mean, you can I couldn't even get a scale out of the thing. It's yeah, so confusing. It's, uh, it can be very confusing. Very confusing. Everybody is talking at me. Thank you. I don't hear a word this thing. 
See, you're asking about songs, see? Yeah, that's what I played. There was a different song, but the chord construction is the same. And in your mind, if you play guitar, you know that it, it's a major to a major yeah. seven. You, you just knew that. that. Yeah. B minor. So, well, no, it's not B. That was in D. Keep the chords in check. Yeah. Is you like that when he said go to G? Yeah. Now G. Go to G. Okay. <laughs> this is a blues riff. Steven is always terribly animated when he's playing. Mm -hmm. Very. Yeah. Patrick he feels is the music. Patrick's the opposite of being there. Hey, I really liked his tune. His song to be yeah. yeah, cool. Yeah. Uh, what was it? Uh, Goodwill. Goodwill. Yeah. Goodwill for men. It was just called Goodwill. The name, name the men. store. The name is Goodwill. Like the store. I know that's all. Buy jeans. Store. Yeah. You can never buy white shirts there, though. I buy books. Why? Books because they're always wrecked, stained. Yeah. You can never. You know, I never look for a white shirt there. I, I love shopping at Goodwill. I do too. I do too. Because I like thrill. books. Albums. You gotta be kidding. I like the shirts, Joe, because they already have a hole in them. Yeah. Yeah, they got the pit stains already. Does that smell like poor people in there? Yeah, pretty much. Oh, it does. God. Right away, it just hits you like a ton of in Indian Hill, In Indian Hills once, I cleaned a golf ball on the front of my golf shirt. Yeah. And when I got home, the shirt was just Swiss cheese. Yeah. That whatever oh. was on the golf ball completely went through and wow, destroyed wow. the shirt. Did That's you give it to Goodwill? That's why you don't want to lick a golf ball. <laughs> Did you give it to Goodwill? Uh, I've never actually had that urge. Well, Ken Yackel, that was a Ken famous Yackel. hockey player, he died from cancer from licking the golf ball. He cleaned the golf ball with yeah. his mouth. Which yeah, I really? The whole ball in his mouth. Well, it's rolling down the fairway that's loaded with Phrasing. chemicals. That's Phrasing, right. please. Yeah, Phrasing. that's why my shirt he yes. Could he get a <laughs> two balls in his? I don't no, know. Just yeah, the whole right ball is there. That's why Joe's shirt erupted. Okay. Okay. Little <laughs> no PMI. Little no PMI there. My own personal oh, ball wash. Yeah. Boy, you guys think of everything. Oh, he oh, follows God. you around everywhere. Hey, hell is wrong. <laughs> we ready? Uh, sorry, Council. I didn't have any. Yeah. Wasn't, wasn't that the Tiger Woods joke? I don't know. Where he's showing the Mercedes. It's a Lewis Black bit. And the guy's asking the thing. No, this wasn't the ball washer. And there were golf tees um, in the car. And the guy said, what are those for? And Tiger says, those hold my balls while I drive. And they said, you Mercedes people think of everything. <laughs> <laughs> did you see Lewis uh, retired, by the way, from I touring? I did not. He's retiring. He put out a statement that was very funny, explaining he's getting too old. And he said, so come and see me on this last tour or bleep you <laughs> in typical Lewis fashion. Lewis Black? Yeah. Said, oh, you people yeah. think yeah. about his money. That all you people think about I think that joke is hilarious. Tell it again real quickly. Real Yoshi quickly. and David. Yoshi, Yoshi and David are walking down the New York street. Yep. As they walk down the street, they walk past the church. St. Patrick's Cathedral. St. Patrick's Cathedral, where Phil Donahue used to go to church. <laughs> so there's a sign there that says, anybody that converts today gets $1,000. David looks at Moshi and says, I'm going in. Moshi waits outside 10 minutes. David comes up down the stairs. And Yoshi says, did you get the $1,000? And David said, is that all you people think about is money? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, Lord. Who's got something here? Uh, I'm done. Reverse does. Let's go. And when Johnny's done, zero rest. This show is going to be a little longer than you Oh, I got to. Well, you have to leave. Teach you. I got to teach you it. 
truth, justice, and the suzerain. North American Banking Company, my bank. I made the switch months ago. I wish that you would, or at least look into it. NABankCo.com is their website. North American Banking Company offers the same online and mobile banking options as the other banks, but with the unparalleled service of a community bank. And they are also locally owned and operated. Here's why that's a big deal. That means for you business owners that loan decisions are made right here in the Twin Cities. They don't send these out of state. So this helps solve problems quickly and expand your business with confidence. They deal with numbers every single day, but you are never going to be one of them. That's right. So check them out online, nabankco.com. That's nabankco.com to learn more. Six locations to serve you. Mine's in Roseville, but you can also see them at 50th and France, Hastings, Woodbury, Shoreview, and their new location in Maple Grove. North American Banking Company member FDIC is an equal housing lender. Joe? John Height with the news. Thank you, Joe. This news is brought to you by North American Banking Company. Before we get the news, I'd like to answer, I, I don't remember his name, I'm sorry. Gumption County Deputy. Gumption County Deputy. Uh, some information that uh, I had gleaned from yesterday. Uh, and again, a lot of this, I know he said he didn't like some of the sources. Well, I guess perhaps it depends on that. This this comes to the Anti-Defamation League. They say they've identified more than 370 current police officers and more than 100 active duty military members on the Oath Keepers leaked membership roles. Uh, also, they've uh, found 150 departments with, on, with police officers who belong to online groups named the White Privilege Club and banned the NAACP. Uh, until 1993, John Berge, a Klansman, commanded the Chicago police gang that tortured at least 118 black men, extracting false confessions with cattle prods and electric shocks and a device they called the N-word box. In, in 2018, Kentucky police veteran Tim Shaw advised a new recruit if he sees black teens smoking pot, they should be shot. But five years after he was hired, despite admitting he attended a Klan meeting in Little Rock, Officer Josh Hastings murdered another. You get the idea. Yeah. I do, but none of that would equal ten percent of eight hundred thousand jobs. I yeah, I don't know the roles. I have to look at the ADL roles, obviously, and see where they are. But I, I think I There's, think you could take uh, eight hundred thousand lawyers, and and you probably could come up with similar atrocities, similar uh, uh, incidents, or yeah, similar behavior. I don't think, though, if you're asking why things blew up or why yeah. I don't think if you told a black man I think you'd take 800 lawyers or whatever, 800,000 lawyers, I don't think they'd consider that a reasonable reason for something to happen. Uh, I, I can't you, argue you that. Know what, you know what I'm well, saying. I'll, I'll just stand on my claim. I understand. That, that isn't 10% of 800,000. Well, the story is very long. I could go on, but I won't. Well, that, but you, that you, would yeah, mean yeah. you'd have to have 80,000 right. bad cops, and I'm not going to believe that. Yeah. Well, you'd have to have uh, 50 in Minnesota, right? Or Minneapolis, 55. Yeah. So. 55. 50, 55. I don't believe there's 55. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, in news, a unif in a unified move, the Minneapolis City Council approved the 2024 $1.8 billion city budget. The Minneapolis Budget Committee voted to increase salary and wages for 566 city employees on Tuesday. The City Council's approval, the change will go into effect in January. The $2.7 in pay raises will come from the city's $1.8 billion budget proposal. Uh, now, remember, public safety, uh, there's $16 million for the implementation of the federal uh, federal consent decree 
Uh, but you do remember uh, Mayor Jacob Fry wanted to include $15 million for police retention and recruitment bonuses. That will not happen. Of course, the city council voted that down. As city council members wrapped up their meeting yesterday, Council President Andrea Jenkins shared her gratitude surrounding how the council worked together to get to this point. She said, quote, there's more collaboration on this body than there is dissension. And I don't know who benefits from that narrative, but the reality is we are working to improve the lives of the people of Minneapolis. That statement makes no sense. Uh, We don't know What does she mean? I don't know who benefits from this narrative. That the bad what the hell does that mean? The narrative that they don't get along, and that there's no agreement on stuff. What do you mean they don't get along? They're all in unison. The uh, members of the St. Paul City Council will vote today later on on Mayor Melvin Carter's proposed 2024 budget, which is more than $820 million. Uh, For those of you, well, lucky none of us live in St. Paul. Oh, wait, Ooh, I'm, I'm sorry. For those of you who live in this <laughs> He's being mean. Those of you who live in St. Paul, the plan includes a 3.7% increase in the property tax rate. Oof. Look at Joe. I believe he's Oof. despondent. Well, it was 6.2. Wasn't it 6.2% increase in Minneapolis? So you don't have that bad, Joe. It's only 3.7. Yeah, you actually won. <laughs> the proposed budget includes a $500,000 plan to address street lighting and the theft of copper wire. Wednesday's meeting uh, this afternoon, uh, as we record this, starts in about two hours at 3.30. I love this. This just came in from Keith. Socialism. You have two cows. Give one of your cows to your neighbor. Communism. You have two cows. Give both cows to the government. They may give you some milk. Fascism. You have two cows. You give all the milk to the government, and the government sells it. Nazism. You have two cows. The government shoots you and takes both of your cows. Anarchism, you have two cows, keep both cows, shoot the government agent and steal another cow. Capitalism, you have two cows, sell one, buy a bull. Bingo, bango, right there. City of Minneapolis, city of St. Paul. The state commission tasked, uh, we talked about this a bit, I think off air yesterday with choosing a new official flag and seal, does now uh, say they're moving forward with the one design for the seal. During the meeting yesterday, State Emblems Redesign Commission unanimously chose to move ahead with seal submission number 224. Uh, you've seen that one. That's the one with the loon. Beautiful. It's got a duck I, on it and some trees. And got a loon. You know what? I kind of like it. Yeah, I do too. I, I think it looks cool. I think the, the absence of a native is just, uh, regardless whether it's the seal or the flag, is stupid. Well, you ain't getting no native. I don't know why. Gone. I don't know why. Because it doesn't matter how natives are depicted. It's always a racist depiction. Always. Um, Meanwhile, the commission is still moving forward with all six flag finalists. We'll work to trim that down possibly to the next choice next Tuesday. Uh, oh, we didn't talk about the cougar, did we? Let's the talk cougar, about the, the cougar. The cougar was in Lowry Hill. How's the cougar doing? Not well. He was, <laughs> he, was, uh, he was hit by a car and killed in Golden Valley. No, I hope it lost the cougar. I hope it wasn't Pat in Golden Valley. Gee, what if Pat hit the cougar? Hey, hey, cougar, get out of, get out of the way. Spokesperson. What was that? Yes. <laughs> Spokesperson <laughs> for the State Patrol says a vehicle was heading west on Interstate 394 near 
Theodore Worth Park. Well, it was early in the morning, at 2.15 this morning. Well, he might have been up right to call it. Right. When it hit the Cougar, swerved and hit a concrete barrier. The Cougar oh. was killed on impact. The driver, a 53-year-old man, was uninjured, according oh, to officials. We lost a damn Cougar <laughs> already. knew ye. Boy, oh boy. Well, what I love about the State Patrol announcement today is uh, the DNR, the Minnesota DNR, has possession of the Cougar, and they are investigating. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, what the hell? It's guts are all over the Investigating media. what? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. A Columbia Heights man accused of burning a barber shop in Shoreview because he didn't like his haircut. He wanted to open a new barber shop. Oh. 55-year-old Dennis Ambrose Manning was charged with one count of first-degree arson. That's not really the way you do it, is it? And one count of second-degree arson in connection with a fire at Polly Ray's Sports Barbershop inside the Shoreview Village Mall. On November 29th, deputies from Ramsey County and firefighters from the Lake Johanna Fire Department were called to the area about 7 o'clock in the evening on report of a fire. Fire crews got into the barbershop, which was fully engulfed in smoke. The sprinkler system in the store had put out the flames. Fire officials said the fire originated in a corner of the shop near a video gaming area. They have video games. Wow. Right by that pile of uh, oily rags over there in the corner. When you go to the barber, what's one task are you going there for? The blue haircut. Yep, not to play video games. play video games? Uh, surveillance video shows Manning inside the barbershop just before 6.30, about a half hour before the fire was reported, flicking a lighter to ignite a flame, bending over <laughs> near the video game area. <laughs> A fire quickly started and burned for about 20 minutes before the sprinkler system was activated. Uh, Firefighters added the embers from the lit cloth accelerated the fire as it fell underneath the table. Uh, Shortly before 8 p.m., a deputy reported seeing Manning in a doorway by an entrance using his phone. Officials say Manning was arrested, denied starting the fire. According to the complaint, Manning later said, uh, this is a quote, this is not my English, Manning said, how would a lighter start them games on fire? Doesn't make sense. Those are my games. He also added, there's no footage of me having a lighter to start anything. It's ludicrous. Now, the complaint says Manning eventually admitted to lighting a portion of the cloth and saying, oh, you know what? I did take the lighter and I lit a string on a cloth that was hanging off the game. That was it. I did not start the fire. I That's a long story about that barbershop. That's pretty wow. much it yeah. there, yeah. He, uh, he's doing I have a question. Cool. Will the insurance company pay you off if um, the fire started due to your own incompetence? What if I accidentally <laughs> burn my house down? Will they pay me? That's a great question. Uh, if it's an accident, I would think they'd have to pay you. Yeah. yeah. Oh, maybe the lighter fell on the string by accident and he didn't do it himself. No, Kenny, I wouldn't. Uh, I wouldn't. Uh, you've already made public your intentions to uh, to have a convenient well, fire. I, I think that you should probably not do that. Well, the dairy barn needs to go down, and if lightning hits it, uh, and I don't have any insurance on it, so yeah. So if it burns down, that would be actually a blessing. It would be very helpful. But I'm wondering, what if I'm welding? And a spark ignites a fire. Well, I think you you need to be covered for that. What if I'm welding in the what kitchen? If, yeah. What <laughs> if? Uh, one other story breaking this morning: uh, Minnesota's budget surplus remains at an estimated two point four billion dollars, and according to the latest state forecast, but officials are warning of a possible deficit on the horizon. 
Minnesota Management and Budget released the new estimate this morning, and state's budget commissioner economists, as well as Governor Walls and legislative leaders from both the DFL and GOP, are set to discuss the latest forecast later on this we, afternoon. We all might as well just be kept in a pen and, and thrown some bread once in a while. I mean, we just have no voice in anything. Well, they have to let us out so we can work, so they can take our money. That's a yeah. good point. Just to show how things have changed, Joe and I were messing with newspapers.com this morning before yeah. the show. There was We looked at 10 years ago today. That's 2013. That ain't that long ago. And on the front page of the Star Tribune was a story that said, Dayton ponders a tax return because of $1 billion surplus. Yeah. So that's how things have changed. Well, that's how the DFL has changed, too. Yeah. So yes. as recently as 2013, old mumbles, were, you could rely on them a little bit. Be nice. Be nice. I'm, I call him mumbles for this reason. I just heard him speaking in some other capacity, and he sounded a hundred times better than he ever sounded as governor. Hmm. Really? I don't know what the deal huh. is. Well, it's, it's probably happiness. Oh, it was when he was, he was uh, addressing... Who was he addressing? He was sitting on in a chamber of some sort. But he sounded so clear, and 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 it was just not like when he was the mumble. Right. I think uh, we should have him on the air. You think he oh, talked about why? The you could point that out, Mark. In 2013, you were looking at tax cuts. Today, you got a governor who not only doesn't look at tax cuts, but continues to spend yeah. more and more of the surplus, and had 18 billion dollars yeah. more than you yeah. did to give back. Yeah. I'd love Happy to get Dayton. This, is, this isn't Dayton. <laughs> hey, uh, before we shut it down here, do you have the third precinct story, John? I don't. No, oh. no. Is there something new? I, I, didn't I read know. it. Uh, we, yeah, we want this, to turn it into a. Uh, the city council wants to turn it into an elections office. An elections office. An election yeah. But not a, not a third precinct for police. It should be the police department, but the, we have no one in leadership capable of that. It's, yeah, that's weird. Uh, a suspect is in custody after a string of homicides and shootings in Texas. It left six people dead, three people injured, and they're uh, still not sure what all of it was about. A male suspect has been charged with capital murder and additional charges are pending. The man has not been named yet. He allegedly killed two people in San Antonio in a home. And uh, he allegedly, in the morning Tuesday, shot and injured an Austin Independent School District officer before he killed a man and woman miles away. They're not sure. Then later in the day, an Austin police officer who responded to a burglary call at a home found two people dead, and then he was shot. The suspect fled the burglary scene in a vehicle. Officers pursued him, arrested him last night at 714. He was taken to the Travis County Jail, charged with capital murder. More details are expected on all this today. Were these people related in any the way? police are not saying at this point hmm. if they were or not. Hmm. Norman Lear has died. 101 years old. Uh, Lear, of course, revolutionized primetime television with All in the Family, Maud, and lots, lots more, propelling political and social turmoil into the world of sitcoms. He died in his sleep, according to his family. The liberal activist, Lear fashioned controversial comedies that were embraced by viewers who had to watch the evening news to find out what was going on in the world. His shows helped define primetime comedy in the 70s, launched the careers of Valerie Bertinelli, Rob Reiner, and made middle-aged superstars of Carol O'Connor, B. Arthur, and Red Fox. Lear's work transformed television at a time when old-fashioned programs still dominated. Lear's uh, primary network was CBS. ABC had passed on All in the Family twice. 
CBS was initially reluctant to take on the series, but eventually did. Lear and his partner, Bud York, had also created Good Times about a working-class black family in Chicago. Sanford and Son, the showcase for Red Fox, and One Day at a Time, which starred Bonnie Franklin. The late Patty Shiavsky, a leading writer of television's early golden age, once said Lear took television away from dopey wives and dumb fathers, from pimps, hookers, hustlers, privatized junkies, cowboys, and rustlers, and gave everybody their place in television. Does a show like All in the Family hold up today? I haven't seen it in ages. It's still very funny. I have watched it. Body yelling. Yeah. yeah. Oh, but eat it! You know what does not hold up that he did that I just saw? Uh, it was mentioned here, the one with uh, Mackenzie uh, Phillips. Uh, one, one day at a time. time. Not funny. And, uh, no. I think I've ever seen and tries way, and tried way too hard. Schneider? You know, Schneider wasn't on the couple. I saw now that you <laughs> he was it up. a very rating. Schneider was. He, it was, he, was, <laughs> he, was, little, uh, he was the one day at a time's uh, bookman. What was his name? From Pat Good Times. Paulson, Harrington. Pat Harrington. Harrington. So uh, Lear was in the um, Second World War in the Air Force yes. as a radio operator and gunner. Yep. All those guys were. Didn't get into TV until the 50s, I believe. He wrote ad copy or something. He wrote ad copy and then started writing some television serials. Oh, what's on the feed? Yeah. Yeah. Well, Johnny, <laughs> thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Is that it? All right. Thank yeah, you. Yeah. Thanks, Johnny. I appreciate that. You know, um, I'll tell you what, tis the season right now to be jolly when your carpet is cleaned. Won't that make you happy, Joe? <laughs> yes. Make you happy to have your carpet right? cleaned? Yeah. Well, I know the place to call, and that is Zero Res. Let your friends and family know that there's a great special going on right now. I'll tell you about it in a minute. But I want to let you know that it's okay to have zero res in your home because they come in, they do the job right, and they back it up. Yes, they back it up. If you Google the company, uh, they've got a 4.9 rating on Google, 17,000 reviews, and the zero res, gotta love it guarantee, makes it easy to get what you pay for. Zero res absolutely stands behind every cleaning. But let's get to the good stuff, the present, the good deal. Call zero res for the rookie GL special, three rooms, zero resified starting at just 129 bucks. Dirt and dander, they love to be in your air ducts, and if you haven't had them clean, you can take 75 bucks off when you get your air ducts zero res clean this month. Their telephone number is 952-Z-E-R-O-R-E-Z, -E -E online at zeroresminnesota.com, and tell them you want the rookie or the garage logic special. Remember, you gotta say it to get the deal. Spelling it forward or backwards makes it easy to remember because it's spelled the same, zero res. Tell what do you want to sing a song? We are done, except for the holiday auction. Uh, the holiday, holiday. So the weather outside is bright. I haven't heard the rape song this year. The rape. Oh. Oh. Let me know when you're ready, Joe. Do you now have that in my head? Thanks, Rick. Yeah. Good survivor. Yeah, I am. 
Oh, good survivor tonight. Okay. That's good. Oh, you know what? Stephen C. left me a song to play. Hmm. <laughs> they told me. Raisin. It's the end of the world. A newborn king to see. I have some notes. To, notes. Uh, to did you just here. play a liner over that? Yeah, I'm not sure why. I don't know why. Let's see. Climate change lacrosse connection from Terry. Our mayor, meaning the mayor of lacrosse, Mitch Reynolds. <laughs> Attended the climate change conference in Dubai. Mitch is chairman of the Mississippi River Mayoral Group that is focusing on the climate impact on the river. We have much bigger, more pressing huh. issues. The mayor of La Crosse. Wow. I feel, to the, uh, my cousins, the Matils, can feel safe that their mayor went to. Uh, John in Arizona writes down here in the Santan Valley. We are building new gas stations at a record pace. My closest Circle K is less than a mile away, and they just opened another one less than a mile away and are planning another one a mile away in another direction. Oh. And on my route, I see they are starting about three miles away. I think gas is going to be around a while. Also, at these new stations, there are no charging stations for the government cars. Hmm. And uh, Bill Stein has a cautionary note on the movie called a Christmas story, Christmas. That's not to be confused, and he might have thought we confused it with a Christmas story too. I think he said made, that's an abomination. Yeah, we made that distinction. That one came out in 2012, and a Christmas story with the Big Ralphie was 2022. Well, you want one that's called a Christmas story, Christmas. And some of the original actors were in it. Uh, the guy was Ralphie Flick, Schwartz, Randy Scott, and Grover Dill. This that, very question surfaced in my home over last weekend because we watched Ralphie on Saturday night. And I, I, I said, Rook watched both, but I think it's the Christmas Story Christmas that we want to watch. The one yeah. called A Christmas Story 2 is an abomination on the rank of Caddyshack 2. Yeah, they, yeah. they missed, the mark. missed the mark. Just you know, so you want A Christmas Story Christmas. You know what else is just beyond awful? I think Kenny mentioned this a while ago. The new Looney Tunes. Dear God, are they yeah. unwatchable? I, I would not have had occasion to yeah. run yeah. I, I would like to see a Christmas spinoff just called The Bumpus. The Bumpuses. Yeah. The Bumpuses. Yeah, that'd be cool. <laughs> I, I want to know what was going on over in the Bumpus house. Yeah. Yeah. I bet you there was a still in the basement. Oh, probably. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Only because they come to us all the way from Mirador, San Jose, Ecuador, from the traveling Lymans. Abolitionist, feminist, and newspaper publisher Jane Gray Swisshelm was born near Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. She moved to Minnesota in 1857 and established the St. Cloud Visitor and later the St. Cloud Democrat. During the Civil War, she moved to Washington, D.C. and became a nurse. She died in 1884. That's it for this day in Minnesota. That's, that's, that's all this wow. state could produce on this day was a woman who wasn't even born here. Nope, nope. No, uh oh, no, Chris got something. You're missing one on this day. 
uh, December 5th, uh, 6th. In 2013, John Height had a heart attack. He did no. not have a heart attack. Oh, I didn't have a heart attack. I had heart surgery yeah. on this day. The best was Rookie hey, Ice in the control room, and our former program director approached us as if you had been shot. <laughs> How are going to be around for a while? How long were you out, John? Do you remember? Yep, two months exactly. I came back February sixth. So no, um, no, two months. January twentieth, February twentieth. All right, Mark. Then okay. Well, I'm just making plans. <laughs> oh, I smell. Are you going to have that done? <laughs> I don't know. Things don't feel right. Oh, Let me just put it that way. All right. No, well, uh, that's noted, and. Uh, it's cause for concern. Well, Kenny, then what you should do is tell all of your friends and family today about the Garage Logic Holiday Online Auction. Yeah. I was surprised to learn that it's not for t-shirts and hats and no, geo flag. Well, it's actually stuff. Bad crap, yo. You know it. <laughs> you know it. We all know it. Uh, it's for actual really cool stuff, and I'm very excited about the Tri-State offering. This starts this Friday, December 8th, runs through the 14th, where you can save up to 70% off your retail price and some amazing items, including the riding lawnmower, trimmer, and blower from Tri-State Bobcat, as Kenny mentioned, a five-night all-inclusive golf vacation for two to the Dominican Republic from Escape With Us Vacations, an ice fishing trip from Ballard's Resort, three different e-bikes from EcoFun Motorsports, a Canadian fishing trip at Fletcher's Lake Resort, gift certificates at Grand Ole Creamery, Institute of Non-Destructive Testing Certificate Program. It's free tuition for the training. Osteo Strong 12-month membership. Just visit garagelogic.com and enter the keyword auction to view items and also to bid starting this Friday. I just did that. That Institute for Non-Destructive Testing, yeah. they use those skills and those machines on Oak Island. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I know. They really do. I know. It, it's a fascinating show that I really think you would love, Joe. Like, that might be the worst uh, reality TV show that was ever invented. <laughs> After <laughs> watching it in for... some swamp near Boston, and they haven't found anything. They near Boston. Nail. Near Boston. Uh, After watching it for 10 years, I have to say, I concur. Yeah. <laughs> You're right. Yeah. Uh, Garage Logic on YouTube, right, Rook? Yes. I was just po- uh, poking around, and there is some really neat stuff on that online auction. YouTube, that's a free subscription to Garage Logic. But you poke around our website, garagelogic.com for the town council, the online auction, and other fun stuff. Oh, yeah, and Rookie's Recipes. It's still live there. You can get some great stuff for the upcoming Christmas Eve festivities. Oh, I wonder, I wonder. John, you know Rich Dworsky? I do not. You ever heard of him? I have not. Oh, oh, Dworsky? Yeah. He plays piano at the... Um, his brother Al was in our band. Al Dorsky was our keyboardist. That was his brother. Yeah. Yep. There's Rich. I see him. <laughs> Steven C. Anderson. Oh, you got to let it smoke in. You got to let it smoke in a little bit. His brother Al, right? Yeah. You should have been in the CIA or something. My God. Oh, so Dorsky was the pro- or music director for Keeler's well, yeah. show. Yeah. All the uh, Gray Man Sugar band. Did he mention Dworsky? Is that why you're asking? <laughs> no, I just called up that Donahue site and Rich Dworsky is 
right there. Similar. Yeah, he was he was yeah. the music right where he's always been that. for yeah. Prairie Home Companion. So. And I call it up to correctly spell Donahue's name. It's often misspelled. Right. Don he Donahue. grew up on White Bear Lake. Donahue. Yep. <laughs> Hugh. 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 Him and his brother Al. So Stephen C. Anderson and Pat Donahue. D O N O. Did Pat and Al get along? Pat who? Donahue. And Al who? Grosky. It's Rich Richard. Who's Al Grosky? Richard Gorsky. Hey, Gorsky. Stephen. Is it P H or V? V. Stephen C. Anderson and Pat D O N D O N O H U E. D O N O H U E. Uh, in studio with their. That's how you spell his last name is D O N O H U E. That's yeah, right. That's it. Yeah. Oh, Daddy. All right. In studio. <laughs> yes. Celebrating their. Uh, or promoting. Promoting their uh, Christmas appearance at the St. Paul Cathedral. <laughs> the. The Patriots. Uh, uh, I, I, I won't kick you guitar drums. What do you want me to do? John, the Oath Keepers yes, sir. have some kind of law in their Anything else, John? bylaws that don't allow racism. Besides Johnny. Yeah. Hold on. Well, let me find the. Yeah. Uh, the Oath Keepers bylaws specifically bar. Oh. oh Open racists. Oh, but they're mostly government haters, from what I can see. Stephen. And they hate the uh, they hate the government. They hate the government, and they hate uh, the um, uh, what's the group that likes burning everything down? Um, that took over Minneapolis and Portland. Uh, what are they called? I don't know. No, we know. We're just not. It's not coming to us. Even C V yes, not P H. Music on event. Right. That's what I'll put as my show link today. The tickets are free, aren't they? I think. I don't know. Um. John, just give me a news story that you like. Oh, I'm sorry. No, it's okay. No, just give me um, a I'll, I'll look it up. I got it. I already got a what are the What's the anarchist group, John? That's who they're. Antifa. Yeah, Antifa. Thank you. Yeah. But they're the Antifa, those lefty. These guys are righty. That's what I mean. They hate but, them. And I think it would be fun to put them all in a room together and just watch them go at it. They Well, they actually, they are the ones I think that end up fighting in the street all the time, aren't they? Proud, yeah, Proud Boys Oath Keepers against Antifa. We'll just do the budget surplus, John. Budget Oh, Proud Boys. Uh, Taylor Swift is the uh, time person of the year. Yeah, that used to mean something. I, I'm not sure. Somebody on the green line. Thank God she's finally getting attention. I'm not sure uh, Time Magazine has much clout anymore. Well, there's always been entertaining. I just watched a video of her at some small Nashville bar where this guy discovered her, and she came back just to do a performance on his stage. Mm -hmm. That was pretty cool. That tells me something about her. I don't trust anybody that wants to join any kind of group. That's my deal. You wouldn't be a member of any club that would have you. 
If there was a group called Kenny's Vintage Snowmobiles, I would not be in it. <laughs> Kelsey thinks that Taylor Swift's uh, not a good person. Oh. I don't know anything about her. John, do you know what I did watch? What did you watch? Post Malone. All I know is she's terribly expensive. Post Malone <laughs> covering Better Man on Howard Stern. That MF can sing. You know, he's, yeah, I've been really impressed. Holy with crap, he is good. He's, uh, he's got, I mean, it would have been better had he not had the, the bling in his mouth because he's got the fake chompers. He's also got a very deep uh, musical palette. Very yes. deep. Uh, he knows a ton of old country stuff. And does it really well. That guy can sing, though. Is he a white guy? Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Got a lot of tattoos on his face. A lot of tattoos. A lot of tattoos. A lot of tattoos. But it was good. Oh, there's an alpha news piece, Joe, about the third precinct in the two plans. I didn't see that earlier. I just ripped one out of the Star Tribune. Oh, I was going to send it to Dylan. He, well, of course, he's probably already seen it. What's that? The Post Malone guy? Yeah, he probably is. Yeah. He's the one that got me to like Post Malone. Play me something by him. I want to hear him. What's that country one that I played for you the other day, John? I never heard of him. I don't know. I mean, I've heard of him. Oh, he's good. Heard him. I don't know. Post Malone country. So what's happening in the next two days? Tom Helzer is filling in. At 11? Yeah. Oh. On Friday. On Friday. Just on Friday. Just on Friday. Crap, I was going to promote that. Hey, Council, uh, we're starting at um, 11 on Friday. There, there you promoted it to the Council. Oh, we had a million things going on today. Sorry. One million. Excuse me. What was that song he did with... Um... Here it is. I think this, I don't know who did the original, but I know the song. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Mala. Hey guys, it's Posty. Posty. Very happy to be here. Oh, I, I guess I'm better you gotta hear. Well, I love her. Okay, that's great. You remember the uh, the black woman who said, uh, "I ain't got time for that." There was a, you know, I, need, I need an ice cold pop. Yeah, I right, listen to this. One. Turn it up. So the girl come downstairs, come out of her room, her baby with no shoes on. I said, oh, girl, it's cold outside. She said, come in right. I said, oh, me. She said, oh, man, the building is on fire. I said, no, what? I got my three kids and we bounced out. Oh, we ain't going to be in no fire. Not today. <laughs> <laughs> this Oklahoma resident. I love her. Leave her home. And despite the breaking experience, she has become a hit on oh, social yeah. media. You can't click on Facebook without seeing this pop up in your feed. She explained what happened after the whole ordeal. And she did Didn't we charge to that woman? So much attention. It's the cold so pop lady didn't get her on the air. I don't think you did. What, Jen? You're in my uh, Facebook memories for some reason. 
You, you were an architect. No, no here's sweet four, brown. four years ago. Here's sweet brown. I need more help, and I need more support. her horrifying experience when she first realized the complex was on fire. Well, I woke up to go give me a cold pop. Then I thought somebody was barbecuing. I said, oh, Lord Jesus, it's a fire. Fire. Then I ran out. I didn't grab no shoes or nothing, Jesus. I ran for my life. And then the smoke got me. I got bronchitis. Ain't nobody got time for that. We had her on here. We found her. I don't think we did. Sweet ground. I swear to God. She was treated for smoke inhalation at a local hospital. There were no other reports of injuries. The Red Cross is helping those families displaced by the fire. No, I think you're confusing that with Angie and Melly doing that voice in the no, hallway. No, <laughs> daily. No, because Me <laughs> Melly perfected that entire scene from that news. Oh, uh, he's right here. Oh. Hello? Sweet Brown. <laughs> I need a cold pop. We're selling Remember the woman that was, was we had her on the air, didn't we? We had her on the phone. Her name was Sweet Brown. She went viral for the apartment I fire. That. I thought I was spelling barbecue. Yeah, on, on, on. Yep. We had her on, didn't we? There's they're saying we didn't. I'm yeah. saying we did. Ain't nobody got time for that. Oh no, we had her on the air. Joe. We found her. Joe. I can't go for that. <laughs> no. <laughs> you don't think we did? I don't. Joe. The answer is no. Uh, Joe. But we played the song. <laughs> I can't go for that. Yeah. yeah I mean, it's not. Is this a version with Oh, Such a good version. Yeah, yeah, isn't this the version with. Isn't there one of these with. Uh, Seal green. But isn't there one with sweet brown that does not? I, I, I got I that. Go that. The last two minutes of this song are about as good as you can be. I don't really used to be able to play music. Just live in girls' house? Yep. Yeah. I can't go 
church committee from uh, the 70s i have not just as as part of you know like jfk books that's the only i haven't gone any further than that seems really interesting that was, yeah it was very um i've been reading about angleton um which seems like a really fascinating guy and uh, I don't remember anything about the church committee. It was, yeah, it was huge news. You're not old enough. <laughs> yeah. Um, an old man, it? Yeah, in 74, I was nine. Yeah. So, I mean, I remember Watergate and Vietnam, but I don't remember the church. Joe, you never saw it in a text. The picture I sent you yesterday for the TV. Did you see the headline? No. That's why I sent it to you. Oh. I was watching the news. Oh, how to take care of your tree. Protecting your dog this winter. Fox yeah. 9. 
bad life. That's like gonna take a picture of this and send it to Joe. Channel, channel four, channel nine. I like watching nine though because we're the only ones that stay local all morning. I don't want to watch Good Morning. I don't watch morning TV. Yeah, I don't have a TV. I read the news. They still playing? Seven and a half minutes. I always. Give me this rhythm section and I just play music all day long. Right. You know what the one I thought was terribly underrated live at Daryl's house? Uh, Jason Mraz. I'm not like sure I saw that one. That one He's was really talented. Yeah, I like him a lot. The new ones, one of them has uh, Charlie, I can't remember his last name, from Blackberry Smoke, and it's killer. You wouldn't think that'd be a good mix, really? It's really good. Uh, and the one with the guy from Squeeze. Oh, excellent. You would be good. Post Malone. That'd be interesting, yeah, see so, yeah. how how you would do. Because, I mean, as much as a dink as he sounds like, it doesn't seem like he minds being upstage to Cad. Well, he makes sure that he still sounds. Oh, God, I love that. Uh, yeah, and he always, you know, they have the dinner thing. Oh, and, yeah, and he always yeah. holds court there. It's just sure, like, sure. you want to go, shut up. Plus, he's making them. It's yeah. he's making money out of it no matter what happens anyway. Right? He also eats funny, I've noticed, in the dinner things. He keeps chomping away and talking. So it's like, I remember we did that song. You know? It's like, Daryl, come on. Do you like muscles? <laughs> Big bib. <laughs> I could probably take these off. Uh-huh. I can't go for that. Oh, wait. Yeah, no, Kenny's Kenny's I was just going to say. I can't go for that. What else do we want to do, John? Jordan didn't even give the post one thing like five seconds. Well, go ahead. I'm going the bathroom again. Well, I'm sorry to hear that. Maybe we should get that looked at. I'm old, Chris. No, I don't want to listen to Yeah, I didn't know he had a country leaning. 
I saw my tears on Dwight Yoder got a podcast. Oh, really? I do a little hater song. I'm like, what the hell? No way. First of all, Dwight Yoder had a podcast. Yeah, he's a really good podcast. All the guys. Like, he's interviewed tons of Chris Hellman, guys from the Birds. Oh, cool. Big Birds fan and guys from the Burrito Brothers. Okay. He's like a guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. He, 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 uh, he does have some uh, demon, shall we say? Sure. And uh, once in a while on stage, he'll just kind of flip out. Just get out. Huh. I leave that kind of stuff. Hey, who doesn't want to do that? <laughs> sure. Join the club. Uh, uh, all right. 